From the magnificent Midwest, it's the Suzanne Venker Show, where men and women are equal in value, but wildly different by nature. Join us here every week as we challenge the culture's hugely flawed narratives about men, women, sex, and love. From coast to coast and from around the world, thank you for joining us. Hey, everyone. So I'm just going to get right to the point today and tell you that my inbox is filled with women who are dealing with the fallout of having been lied to their entire lives about what is most important and what will make them happy. Just a just a few quick observations here. Suzanne would love it if you would make a video on what women can do who found out later in life that they messed up by not prioritizing family over career. Help, I need financial advice. I want to stay home with my children, but we have this debt. I was encouraged to accrue. What accrue? What do I do now? How do I patiently wait for a ring? I'm. This one's dealing with um, childcare guilt because she was encouraged to work, and so she did it, and now she's um, just wants to be with her baby, and it's consumed with guilt. I'm not going to read that one, that other one. Okay, look, these circumstances are preventable. That's the bottom line. These aren't, um, this isn't a cancer diagnosis. These are preventable circumstances that came about as a result of having made choices that you were encouraged to make. That doesn't mean you're not responsible for having made them, but it does mean that we are all products of our environment and we are heavily influenced by what we see and hear around us and what other people are doing, especially when that, when that um, messaging is coming from our own parents, which a lot of times it is. It's not just the culture. It's also our parents. But you need to know as a woman that, I don't want to say this about your parents, but the culture has been lying for decades to women about some various, very serious truths about life. And your parents may have inadvertently gone along for the ride. Let's put it that way. Now, some of them, for sure, if you were a product of divorce, maybe you grew up hearing from your mom that, you know, you can never rely on a man kind of thing. That's that's real, for sure. But a lot of other parents aren't giving explicit messaging messages like that. They're just um, not openly counteracting the cultural narratives. And so you just sort of, you know, take them for what, I mean, you, you're going to be more, um, inclined to believe what the culture is telling you if no one else is telling you otherwise is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So here are some basic things you need to know that the culture and maybe your parents are not even telling you when you hit 30, your nesting instinct is going to take over. I promise for 99% of you, that will happen. Career success, which you have been taught to focus your whole life on, will not be the most important thing in your life at that point. And it will cease to be as fulfilling as it used to be. Because this is true just across the board with careers. It's not even just for, for women. I mean, you could say this about men too, in many cases, but they have a different reason. I'm going to come back to this in a second. A different reason for why it continues to be fulfilling for them. 
And that's not something, again, you'll hear from the culture because we're supposed to teach men and women or raise them the same, I should say, boy, raise boys and girls the same, as though there are no differences between them. So that's number one. You are going to feel differently at 30 or at 35 than you do about life and your priorities at 20 and 25. So the goal is to look long-term and make decisions that are going to carry you through life, not just make decisions for what's good tomorrow or five years from now, or even 10 years from now. Think way out to the extent that you can. And you can, especially if somebody is sort of warning you and telling you about how things will feel later. You know, and of course, this has to be with somebody that you trust. Hopefully you have somebody like that in your life. But I am dealing with hearing from these women every single day in some format. They are in their 30s and they have made bad decisions or made decisions based on what they were encouraged to do that they thought was the right thing to do and turned out not to be. And they are in a serious pickle, for lack of a better word. So that's number one. Another one. Whom you marry and how that marriage fares, because statistically you will still marry, most women do marry, even if they put it off, will be the single most important factor in your well-being. Nothing else even comes close. Who you marry dictates everything else in your life, where you live, whether you're going to be wealthy or not. And, and by that, I don't mean you marry wealth. I mean your ability together with another person to both um, create that together because you're on the same page and are working toward a common goal. That's what I mean. Um, your, just your overall happiness is going to be very much affected by who you've chosen to marry, not what your job is. You can always change your job. You can always move. You can always change your career. You can't just pick up and get a new husband every couple of years when you're dissatisfied, right? I mean, that's common sense. So that is why it is crucial that that take precedence over career. Again, not something you have been groomed to do. So that's what I mean when I say you've been lied to your whole life because your career will not be the most important thing. Another one, you will not be fulfilled by the same things a man will be. This goes back to the career family thing. You may enjoy working when you're young and um, unencumbered. And there are different seasons of life when you will enjoy working. Right now, I'm enjoying working very much. I am an empty nester, so it feels very different than it did before. But you will hate being the breadwinner when you're married because your motives are very different than a man's. And this goes back to what I was saying before. Once you become a mother, just like when you're around 30 and that nesting instinct kicks in, it's one thing to earn money, especially part-time or on the side. It's another thing to be a breadwinner um, that is where your lifestyle or your mortgage, God forbid, is dependent on that. That is not going to feel the same way it felt before you got married and had kids. That whole breadwinning thing is going to become taxing and is going to be something that you want to be an option, not a compulsory thing. And again, this is what I deal with every week in coaching. People who are contending with these issues because no one told them otherwise. 
And the reason why it doesn't feel that way for the man is because he is designed to provide and protect his family. He wants to provide for his family. By and large, women aren't working once their wives and mothers in order to support their man. That's not the impetus for their working, but it is for him. Men and women are different. They have different motivations for why they do what they do and what they need from life and how they're going to be happy and satisfied and all of that. Generally speaking, a man who is not employed or bringing in an income is not um, whole. He doesn't feel useful. But if you're a woman who's busy being pregnant and giving birth and raising children, of course, you're not going to feel that way about not working. Well, I shouldn't say that because today now you have young people who are young wives and mothers who are feeling very guilty about not producing an income despite what they're doing at home. And that's a whole nother, I'm not going to get into that today, but um, that is a problem because that's really not natural at all. You've been forced to wrap your value around earning. And that's what's causing so much of that stress and angst when you are not earning. Um, okay, enough of that. Bottom line, biology matters. It will play a huge role when you're married. And that's why uh, the way you're living pre-marriage, whether you're shacking up with someone or you're just dating, whatever you're experiencing isn't going to matter until... It just doesn't matter because in the end, once you're married with kids, everything's going to change. Everything about you and the way you relate to one another and the roles you play and your response to becoming parents, it all changes anyway. That's one of the reasons why I say cohabitation is silly because it's not going to help you at all um, in terms of learning whether or not you're compatible. There's no way to get that ironed out prior to marriage. You just have to do it. You have to live and get through it once you um, are fully in. So the reality of all these things that I'm telling you that you were never told because you've been lied to, it's it's all set against a backdrop of narratives and messaging that is selling you the exact opposite of what is going to make you happy. And the glamour of the single life with no responsibilities and endless fun and pushing off marriage and family as long as humanly possible is um, probably the worst message that's ever been told to women. There was an article in Fox news about a woman named Melissa Persling who um, the, she actually, they had a video of her talking about why she wrote this article in business insider about how she has felt betrayed by feminism because she's 38 and single and she's basically laying out exactly what I'm saying right now, which is that women have been lied to and she is pissed and it's just sort of dawning on her now. And I am telling you, this is the norm today. This is not some bizarre article that some woman wrote. She represents the average 30 something woman and I see it and deal with it all the time. And so that's why it, um, that's why I do what I do. I mean, it makes me crazy that these things are preventable. There's no reason to be in this boat 
And the only reason women are is because of a political agenda by a very loud minority of women who wanted to, um, who have an agenda, bottom line, and want to sell lies to women that benefit them, but absolutely ruin your life if you listen. Make finding your husband your number one goal. Career, work it around everything else. It doesn't matter in the end. It's going to be, it's going to change over time. You're going to probably find that you don't want to do what you're doing now, 10 years from now. You can change that up. You can do all kinds of things in the professional sphere, but you can't just keep getting more families, right? Creating new families. Get married and have babies earlier rather than later. When life hits you hard, and it will, having a family, those strong relationships at home, that's what's going to carry you. That's what's going to carry you. Money and career can't. And that ends this hour of the Suzanne Venker Show. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to leave us a review as well as share this episode with a friend. As always, you may reach me with any questions or comments at Suzanne at the SuzanneBankerShow.com. And if you would like to support this podcast, which would be very much appreciated, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash the Suzanne Banker Show. Thanks, everyone. Have a good week.